Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I just got back from one of my favorite festivals to do, only because of the venue is cool as hell, Incarceration, and these guys I have on with me now, they just played Incarceration, and we're going to bring them on the show now, so let's welcome Pray for Sleep. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing, man? Good. We're doing good. I'm doing amazing, except I was doing better the other day because I was at incarceration where you guys were playing. (laughs) Same here. Right? That's for sure. Oh, man. So I can't remember. I know you've played at other festivals that I've been at before, but you know how it goes. It all moshes in the head. Have you played Inc. before, or was that your first time? That was our first time at Inc. So... How cool is that venue? It was a lot of fun. That's just such a cool, and I mean, just the scope of everything in the space there, the field, and the amount of people seeing all of that. It was, it was the biggest festival I've been to personally. So that was, just, yeah, it was just a crazy experience. Another thing too about it is that the historical historicalness behind it too, and seeing one of my favorite movies growing up was Shawshank Redemption. So seeing where they shot Shawshank Redemption too as well was, you know, it was really really cool to see that and just be around that as well. That's what I love about it, because one year I was doing that festival, and it was early in the morning, I was taking pictures of the prison, and then there was this other dude who turned out he was in one of the bands playing, he was taking pictures, and he's like, hey, can you take my picture, and I'll take your picture, and he's like, look at us, we're fanboying out on, on Shawshank Prison. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right? Awesome. You know, it, it's like just so cool, and, and it's cool because I love that movie too, but what's even cooler about it, I don't know if you know this, but while you were playing, there were probably inmates at the prison next door, which is the new prison, out in the yard, and you were like Johnny Cash performing for the prison inmates. That is really wild to, to feel. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cool to be you know playing at such a historical place with these guys. You know, I, I, and I'm, I'm stuffing the bass player, but yeah, it was such it was such a great experience. I'll let the other guys kind of let the, you know share their experience too. But it was amazing. It was, it was funny, too, because we, a couple of us did the actual prison tour, which, I mean, let alone was awesome. But I thought it was funny because people kept getting yelled at because they were, like, looking out the back windows and taking pictures and stuff. And yeah. I was like, what are they getting yelled at for? And they were like, oh, no, there's actual prisoners back there. And I was like, huh? I was like, can you imagine just you're sitting outside just another day and then you just start hearing people screaming out of the biggest speakers you've ever seen, like, right? 10 feet away from you? That must be crazy. And did you know that where you were talking about, there's actually signs up there that say, don't take pictures or you'll go to jail. It's a felony. 
it was it's actually a felony to take pictures from that those windows you're referring to oh yeah i i saw that after the fact and i was right? like oh wow i'm glad i don't have my phone on me jeez i know me too <laughs> i i first time i didn't notice it till after and you know people say well why is that and i thought about it it's because you know somebody could go into that into shawshank take pictures to scope out helping somebody escape from the other prison. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Right? So, yeah, I mean, I, re- I remember the first year I went there and I saw inmates out in the yard while, like, I think Slipknot was performing. And I'm like, man, I want to go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But good stuff. So... Tell me what you got going on after this now. It's kind of hard to like, you know, kind of match incarceration. Dude, that is, I mean, we were talk, we were just talking about that. We had a meeting right before this. We were just talking about scoping out a bunch of, bunch of festivals and stuff and, and applying for that and seeing if we can do that. But that's kind of really, that's all on the radar. We're also writing a bunch of new music too, especially with our, our new bass player. Yay. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's it's been fun. We're we're excited for for uh, what's to come. But yeah, I I want to I want to do a little shout out thing too. We've been working with Ryan Williams. He used to be in a uh, Red Sun Rising, probably one of the coolest dudes we've ever met. Really but just want to shout out him because he's he's been super helpful for everything that we're doing as far as like writing music and getting contacts and all that stuff. So. We really appreciate that guy. So I I knew I had to mention him at least once during the interview. I love it. Nice. And and did you hear about that one band? Okay. uh, They were, they're these kids that drove up from Atlanta and just started playing in the orange parking lot. They even told me they're like, yeah, we, we didn't even pay for parking. We kind of just drove in. <laughs> like they did, they crashed the that. festival. They crashed the festival. And then, awesome. so they played like four sets in the parking lot. It was funny because they were telling me they, they have four songs. So what they did was they would play their four songs and then they would take a break and people would leave and then new people would come back and they'd do another set and nobody knew it was the same songs. <laughs> <laughs> and then isn't that like the best idea though oh that is, that's such a great idea that was brilliant i mean like i listen i gotta hand it to them because you know they're doing what it took they they had no guarantees of anything and then danny wimmer actually approaches them liked them and invites them they had such a roller coaster ride because he invited them to play as the first band on the cb entertainment stage on sunday but then, as you know, weather, you know, kind of made everything start late on Sunday. So th- mm-hmm. they, they were within a 12 hour period. They were added onto the festival and canceled at the same time. And then so then they were sticking around and they went and they were going to do an interview. And basically, they got a text message. I was sitting there talking to them when they got the text message. They got a text message. 45 minutes beforehand that they were going to play on that stage. They were going to close the CB entertainment stage. And like literally they got the text message 45 minutes before they had to play. Wow. Right. Man. Like they were just on a whirlwind. (laughs) 
that's the that's days crazy. that those are days like that 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 kind of when you be, why you become a musician right there like that that day will go down in the history of their life no matter what else they do as like one of the greatest days of their life what, no, it, it makes them even hungrier too. I I, I promise you that. <laughs> well, that's even... that's how the drummer of Judas Priest that plays with them now. That's how he freaking joined the band. He was just playing in the parking lot for years, and then they found him. Wow. So I mean, it works. It does work. It works, yes. Yeah, it's just like I think it was. Was it? I think it was Welcome to Rockville. You know, Jane's Addiction was supposed to play, and then turns out they weren't going to play because. I think Navarro had COVID, and so mm. basically Perry put back together, like, in one day, I couldn't believe it, Porno for Pyros. So they played, Porno for Pyros played for the first time in, like, 12 years, and then nice. Perkins, wow. the drummer Perkins, he got sick, so the drum tech with, like, I don't know, maybe an hour's notice or something like that, was playing, and he killed it. That's you know, wild. Similar to us, at, incarcer- at incarceration, the same thing happened with 10 years. I'm a big fan of their music growing up. There, it sounded like their, their bass player had some other obligations where he couldn't make the festival, so their bass tech, they said that during the festival, their bass tech stepped in and learned the songs all overnight, and like they played their set. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> wow. Those are the opportunities, man, that you never know what can happen from that, you know? True, it's true. Well, I'm glad you're there. You guys killed it. You know, let's tell everybody else what else you got going on, how to connect you on social media, on the web, buy your merch, check out your music, all that good stuff. Yeah. So basically everything that anyone needs to know, they can find it on our website. It's just prayforsleep.com. But we've got some new merch coming out. We had a little hiccup. We were going to have an incarceration, and we kind of dropped the ball on that one. So we've we've got a lot of it. So we need some people to come grab that off our website. It should be on there in the next couple of days here. But we've got that. We've got new music we're working on. Actually, the first song we played at Inc. was a unreleased song. So we're super, nice. super excited for that. And we've just got some stuff coming up locally here in Columbus later this year. And obviously, we'll have more show announcements coming out soon. A lot of cool stuff going on. So we're really, really excited. That's amazing. I love it. You guys rock. And everybody should definitely check you out. And I could tell everybody, you got to buy merch. Because after everything that we've been through, musicians need the support. And that's the best way they can support you. Absolutely. Actually, yeah, one yeah. other thing I'll bring up, too. I, I don't think anyone's mentioned it yet. You actually interviewed us at our fourth show ever at Rock on the Range, too. Yeah, I remember interviewing you. I don't remember that it was your fourth show ever. That and See, so th- there's that same story. Like, you know, like, how do you do your first, fourth show ever at Rock on the Range? It's incredible. It's like not to piss yourself. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now you went to prison. Yeah, you know, it's natural progression there. <laughs> totally. So is there anything else you want to share with the listeners we haven't covered yet that they need to know? I guess the last thing I would say is our, all the music that we write is all mental health-based. So that that's another really, really big thing. Outside of just, you know, playing the music and meeting people, we're, our big goal is to try to help someone through all of it. So... 
you know, anyone that resonates with our music at all, we just really appreciate anyone that's, you know, been along for the ride with us. And we always look forward. We, we've even gotten messages before of just people saying how, you know, it helps them. And all we really do is we write experiences about what we've been through, our friends have been through, that kind of stuff. So I'd say to, I guess, keep that in mind when looking through our stuff and listening to our music that we, we at least try our best to have a message behind it. And, you know, obviously we're poor, stupid kids that are just playing music for fun, too. That's always going to be true, but we're trying to help people out, too. So any way that we can help people, too, we're always looking for different opportunities. You know, we've worked with Nationwide Children's before, stuff like that. So I guess that's just another big thing I want to point out with our stuff that we we have a big focus on mental health. And we know how big of a actual, I guess, pandemic it is, in, especially in America, but everywhere right now. Man, I love that more than anything because, you know what? Music is the best therapy, in my opinion. It's gotten me through a lot of crap. It's gotten a lot of people through a lot of crap. And that's why I'm so glad there's live music back now. Because that couple years, I think the absence of live music is what made us even more having a negative mentality and our mental issues exasperated even more. Yeah, 100%. Totally agree with that. And, I mean, we felt it, too. I mean, we couldn't get together for a while and write anything. And when we did, just there was a lot of days where the inspiration just was not there. We were all just depressed and upset because we're like, we want to play this stuff live. Like, we've got right. good ideas. We're ready to go. And there's nothing. There's nothing we could do for, yeah, about, I mean, two years. And then stuff's finally getting back together. And it, it, I think the other thing, too, with incarceration, like, obviously, it's a big show. And it was really fun. But I think that was kind of like our tipping point. Like we all got together after that. We're like, yep, we're, we're back on the train again. Like this is, this is what we want to do. We're 100% focused again because we needed something. And I think even people that just listen to music needed something like that just to go to, even if it's a local show, just like go back out and be like, yep, this is how it's supposed to be. This is what I've been missing for the past two years. Mm-hmm. I love that because it, it is so true. I've heard so many artists tell me that the, even ones that have been doing it for a long time, that they're totally recharged and totally back into being passionate about music. Because isn't that the way it is? When stuff, something's taken away from you, you don't realize how much you took it for granted. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely true. So do you have any final words you want to leave the listeners with? I, I think just saying thank you is, is the best way, at least I could put it. I don't know if the other guys have anything, but just... We're really thankful to you, obviously, for giving us this interview and, you know, Danny for helping us out with getting on incarceration and everything. And we're, we're just extremely thankful for everything that's going on with us right now. just wanted to say really thankful, too, for the guys and Pray for Sleep for putting me on the band. This is a really big opportunity for me. I just joined the band. I played Audio Feed Festival with them and over near Champaign, and then I played here at incarceration with them and uh, it's been a great joy playing with these guys they're a great group of guys i love the message behind their uh, band it it resonates with me a lot with mental health and i just thank everyone at incarceration for being super good to us the crew and everything danny and uh, yeah thank you for having us on too man well thank you and thank you for being on the adventures of fight man thank you again thank you for listening to the adventures of pipe man on W4CY Radio.